This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 31st. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Well, while it's good to be back, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that I could have easily spent another 10 days or more on Amelia Island. There's something about that place that does it for me like no place else in Florida. It's not as commercial or touristy as the Panhandle or the West Coast, and I really like being on the ocean side as opposed to the Gulf. In six trips there, I've never encountered any red tide like the West Coast of Florida is famous for for, but don't get me wrong, I'd never say no to a week or 10 days in Tampa St. Pete or Sanibel Captiva for that matter. Well then, enough dreaming. It's back to the grind as we enter the last leg of Q2 with the so-called dog days of summer rapidly approaching. Before you know it though, fall will be upon us and we'll move into what I affectionately call silly season when there are so many events, expos, conferences, and summits overlapping one another. I certainly hope that thus far 2023 has been a banner year for you as we all do our best to bounce back from some of the most difficult and challenging times in memory for business owners both small and large. We've still got some strong headwinds to manage politically and economically, but isn't that always the case? I mean, if it's not one thing, it's another. So, with all of that said, I've got a question for you. Is anybody going to argue with me about my assessment of last week's guest? Josh D'Agostino is as competent as he is nice. And if you haven't downloaded the episode yet, please don't miss it. Josh is the president and CEO of Mighty Auto Parts, and a mighty fine job did he right here last week on Franchise Today. This week, we do something a little different, as I welcome Dr. Noah St. John to the program. Noah is an accomplished author, keynote speaker, entrepreneur, coach, and mentor with not a lick of experience in franchising. But he is serving up something that's wanted by every single person in this audience, I guarantee it. When I return in two minutes or less, I'll introduce you to Dr. Noah St. John, and you can decide for yourself. Don't go away. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Franchisors of restaurants, bars, and grills, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. If you're looking to engage guests, elevate profits, and enhance your customer experience, Atmosphere TV is the answer. What's Atmosphere, you ask? Atmosphere is the world's number one streaming TV service for businesses, here to help you make more and save big on overpriced cable packages. Atmosphere provides you with a free programming option, bringing more than 60 ultra-engaging audio-optional channels designed to please customers and increase their average ticket. So, how does it work? Well, it's easy. Upon sign-on, Atmosphere sends you a free device, loaded with over 60 channels of eye-grabbing entertainment. From news and sports to viral videos and fuzzy animals, every channel is family-friendly and designed to keep your customers happy and engaged. Plus, thanks to Atmosphere's 100% audio-optional format, the programming is perfect for any setting, no matter how loud or busy. Atmosphere isn't limited to restaurants or bars either. Any business with a TV screen can benefit from better entertainment. So, stop playing and paying overpriced cable 
cable. Go with free TV instead. Chiropractors, doctors, dentists, auto shops, anyone with TV in their waiting rooms can jump on this amazing offer. Just go to atmosphere.tv forward slash sign up and use the code FRANCHISE and Atmosphere will waive the usual one-time $99 activation fee for your free-to-stream device. Visit Atmosphere online at atmosphere.tv and remember, use the code FRANCHISE to waive your one-time activation fee. Visit atmosphere.tv to elevate your franchise's entertainment experience today. Dr. Noah St. John is known worldwide as the father of affirmations and the mental health coach to the stars. Working with eight-plus figure company CEOs and individuals since 1997, Noah's clients have added more than 2.8 billion dollars in sales by following his legendary methods. Noah is famous for helping his clients make more in just 12 weeks than they've made in the past 12 months, while returning to them three hours per day and four to eight weeks per year to their prior routines. Noah has appeared on more than a thousand media outlets, including ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, the Hallmark Channel, Entrepreneur, and Success Magazine. He also does keynote presentations and leads private workshops for groups ranging in size from 100 to 10,000 plus. This week, he adds Franchise Today to that esteemed list. Dr. Noah St. John, welcome to Franchise Today. Thank you, Stan. Great to be here. Great having you here. This is a little bit of an unusual interview that we're going to do to this audience, for this audience anyway, in that usually we're talking with franchisors, franchise executives, franchise leadership, people that have already accomplished the things that this audience dials in each week looking for. But I don't know anyone in my audience that isn't looking for wealth. (laughs) So I think this is a very appropriate interview. And you become the third author and speaker to appear on this podcast in the great company of the likes of Scott Greenberg author of The Wealthy Franchisee, and the iconic Michael E. Gerber, author of The E-Myth and E-Myth Revisited, along with 25 or 30 other E-Myth-centric books that has been here not once but twice. Mm. So you're walking in some hallowed ground. (laughs) Well, I'm honored. I'm honored, Stan. I'm going to ask you to do what we do each week, but with a little bit of a twist. So each week, usually, I'm asking my guests to tell us how franchising found them. Since franchising and you aren't really directly connected, but the topic of today's conversation is going to be all about something that every franchise or franchisee mm-hmm. or anyone, even corporate executives selling franchises. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants wealth. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to crack the code on how to do more and make more. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. But wealth wasn't always part of your life. And <laughs> I'm curious for you to share with the audience, if you would, how you came to the place that you're at today. This book that you've written is just one of many. Mm-hmm. And you've got a doctor in front of your name. Where did that come from? Tell us all about it. Well, to give you the Reader's Digest version, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. And I know that's a total cliche, but it's totally true. I grew up in a little town called Kennebunkport, Maine, oh, yeah. which is one of the wealthiest communities in New England. But my family was dirt poor. And I mean that literally because we lived at the bottom of a dirt road in a drafty, unfinished house that my parents ended up losing to foreclosure. 
when I was just 15 years old. So from a very young age, I was painfully exposed to the gap, the chasm between the haves and the have-nots. The haves was everyone else in the community. The have-nots was my family. Now you hear these, you know, motivational speakers or whatever, they get up on stage and say, well, we were poor, but we were happy. We didn't know we were poor. Well, in my family, we freaking knew we were poor because my mother, bless her heart, reminded us every day that we were poor and miserable. So no, I wasn't happy, it sucked. And so I hated that life of poverty, fear, lack, not enoughness. That's what I grew up with in my family. But I saw right down the street, there's great wealth and abundance. So I literally said from the time I was a little kid, how the heck do I get from here to there? Because I hate being poor. And so of course, there was no one that I could talk to. No one could help me. This was long before the internet, naturally. And so I did the only thing that I could do, which is I went to the library and started reading books. I started you know, reading every book I could on, on self-help, personal growth, all the classics, Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Stephen Covey. And I really, really immersed myself in those books and read them, really worked hard, really tried to make it work. But I just, no matter what I did, I just couldn't seem to get it to work. So at the age of 25, I was so frustrated, so depressed, I decided to commit suicide. I decided to take my own life. Now, at the very last minute, at the last moment, my life was spared. Now, I didn't know why at the time, but I realized that, well, I must be here for some reason, but I don't know why I'm here. What is my purpose? Why am I here? And so I started asking questions like that. And then I didn't have any answers. So I went back to the library again and I started reading books on spiritual growth. You know, all the, the modern and ancient texts, people like Deepak Chopra, Marianne Williamson, Ernest Holmes, Louise Hay, you know, uh, the, the spiritual thinkers of our time. And then five years later in 1997, I actually found my life purpose. I, I realized there were things that were missing in the traditional success literature that was being published. And I made these several very key and very, very important, frankly, profound distinctions that no one else had been talking about. And so I decided to write my first book, which was called Permission to Succeed. It was published by the Chicken Soup for the Soul publisher in 1999. And now I've written and published 21 books. My 22nd, 23rd books are coming out later this year. So, you know, the book we're talking about today is called The Seven Figure Life. That's my 20th book. And it's really about leveraging what I call the four focus factors so that the reader can have more wealth and happiness, which let's face it, I mean, that's why we do what we do, right? To have more wealth, more happiness, and really more life. And so really that is the, the Reader's Digest version. And that's, that's why we're here. Well, we're going to come to discussion of the seven figure life a little bit later in the conversation, mm -hmm. but take me back to Kenny Bunkport and at 25, an averted suicide, which is just amazing to me. Walk us from there to where the title doctor became your surname in front of your full name. Yeah, well, so I had already published several books by this time. Uh, that's This was in my 30s. And so I decided, you know what, I might as well go ahead and just get my doctorate. And I was talking with a friend of mine, Dr. Joe Vitale, who was in The Secret. And I said, where did you get your doctorate? And he told me it was the University of Sedona. So I said, well, might as well go there. So I went to the University of Sedona. That, it's an online school. And I got my PhD in pastoral counseling psychology. So that's why it's now doctor. <laughs> no one's saying, John. But that ha happened after I had already published several books. So I just realized, ah, might as well get it because why not? I'm already teaching this stuff at a PhD or doctorate level. And so I said, might as well just go ahead and do it. And so that's why that happened. And, and that's how it happened. In the metaphysical world, did you ever run across an author by the name of Dr. Brian Weiss? I've heard of Brian Weiss. I think he's also a Hay House author. I'm a Hay House author as well. And uh, yeah, I believe he talks, if it's the same one that I'm thinking of, he talks about past lives. And so, yes, if it's the one that I'm thinking of, yeah. His is an amazing story. Mm -hmm. And I think it would intrigue you because mm -hmm. similarly to you, he came from a completely different place and landed at a destination that he didn't know he was 
was destined for mm-hmm. and quite an inspiring story. Mm-hmm. So tell us about some of these other books that preceded what we're here to talk about today. Well, geez, I wrote back in the early 2000s a book on something that I discovered called the Afformations Method on Afformations. And by the way, that is, I'm not saying it wrong. I'm saying a new word for most of our listeners. It's spelled A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S, Afformations, not Affirmations. Everybody who's ever read a self-help book knows what an Affirmation is. But in 1997, I actually invented a new method called Afformations, the Afformations Method. So I've written seven or eight books in, in the Afformations series, including Millionaire Afformations and, and the book from Hay House called The Book of Afformations. So I'm the person that invented that. In fact, I'm known now as the father of Afformations. And so they're they're different from the old style or the old traditional way of doing affirmations. Everybody, uh, you know, if you read a self-help book, you know, they say to say your positive statements like, I'm happy, I'm rich, I'm successful. For example, I'm a keynote speaker as well as a mentor and coach and helping people add six, seven, and eight figures to their business. So I speak at conferences, organizations, teams all around the country and around the world. And one of the things I like to do as a keynote speaker is I like to say, all right, everybody, now we're going to say the positive statements like they taught us and everybody say, I am rich. And everybody goes, I am rich. And then you know what happens next? Everybody starts laughing. And I go, what are you laughing at? And they say, well, I'm not rich. <laughs> and I say, but you just said you were. And they go, yeah, but I don't believe it. And I go, well, that not that the problem, right? We say these positive statements, but we just don't believe it. So 25 years ago, I invented this method process called affirmations. And so what I teach people is to use empowering questions rather than positive statements, because the brain tends to not believe a statement. But yet, because of the embedded presupposition factor of the brain, when you ask a question, you're brain actually starts to search for the answer. So using my affirmations method has helped a lot of people, actually over a million people all around the world for the last quarter century to really build their wealth, make a lot of money, but also to lose weight, to find happiness, find love, save marriages, uh, help kids with their grades. So it's a very powerful and yet a very simple method that, that I invented many years ago. This is something that you, I think, coined the phrase head trash. Is that what this is about? Yeah, it's similar to that. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's all part and parcel. So head trash is the way that I teach it. The voice in your head that says, I can't do it because dot, dot, dot. And then you just fill in the blank. So for the folks listening to the program, just think about your goals. Because, you know, as a coach, whether I'm coaching one-on-one or, or group coaching, one of the things we start at is, well, what is it you want, right? What are your goals? What is it that you want to do? And of course, everybody talks about goals, right? And goal setting. That's very good. But the point is, where what, what makes my coaching different is I say, okay, so why don't you have it yet? If that's your goal, you probably didn't have this goal for the last 20 minutes. You, you might have had it for years or, or longer. So why don't you have it? And then people kind of cough and hum and haw. And I say, okay, the reality is you don't believe you can do it. And so that right there is what I call your head trash. I'll give you a quick example. I was working with uh, one of my clients. His name's Charles. And I said, Charles, he'd been reading my books and contacted me. And he said, you know, no, I I want you to coach me. And I said, okay, well, how much do you think your head trash is costing you right now? And without batting an eye, he said a million dollars. If I don't get rid of this head trash, I'm going to lose a million dollars this year because I've tried everything. I've gone all these different things and tried lots of things, but I'm just still not where I want to be. So, okay. I said, I'll tell you what, just give me 10% 10% of that million dollars, and I will find you that million dollars in the next 12 months. In other words, if you give me $1 and I give you $10 back, is that a good deal? He goes, yeah, that's a good deal. So he paid me 100K. That's 10% of a million. Well, I coached him and I didn't find him a million dollars in the next 12 months. I found him 1.8 million in 10 months. Not only that, he, he wrote to me from his vacation. He said, no, I'm on a seven-week vacation. My wife and I, we just bought a new RV and we're touring the Southeast of the United States.
States and taking seven weeks off. So not only am I making more money, but I get to take more time off now because I was able to get rid of my head trash following what you taught me. Not too shabby. Not, not too, too shabby. shabby at all. <laughs> so today you're talking to an audience of franchising professionals, be they franchisors of business concepts that they've developed and founded, be they executives of organizations that they sit in the C-suites of or, or award franchises to prospective franchisees, or you're talking to prospective franchisees as well. What are some examples of entrepreneurs that have used your methods that you can help these people listening today in the world of franchising relate to? Well, that's why I love this topic, Stan, because we're talking about human behavior and human behavior comes from human beliefs. All right. So I'm dealing with humans and it doesn't matter whether you're a solopreneur, a franchisor, a franchisee, or someone who's in the C-suite, we're talking about the human brain, right? Your mind, your thoughts, your habits. Right. And so I'll give you a, another example. I was speaking at an event for entrepreneurs in Los Angeles. And this is for, you know, these were high level people, seven, eight figure earners. And I was talking about everything, you know, I've been saying head trash and affirmations. And as I call it, why people are driving down the road of life with one foot on the brake. There are so many people who are really working hard for their goals, but at the same time, they're unconsciously holding themselves back. And so I was giving my presentation and I was walking off the stage. A man came up to me and he said, Noah, I want to hire you as my coach. You are the coach I've been looking for. Now, I didn't know this man from Adam. Ironically, his name was Adam. And so I said, okay, well, what's going on? He said, no, my company is stuck at 4 million in revenues and we've been stuck here for four years. And I have thrown everything at this problem and we can't get over this hump. And I said, okay. I mean, he named all these gurus and marketing guys that he hired and paid a lot of money to. And he said, Noah, as soon as I heard you talk about what you just said, getting rid of your head trash and out formations and getting your foot off the brake, he said, I knew you're the coach I've been looking for. So that's one thing about high level people, high achievers, they make decisions quickly, right? They don't mess around. They just go, let's do it. And so anyway, he literally hired me on the spot. I coached him for 18 months, one-on-one. -on -one, and in that time, we were able to take his company that had been stuck at 4 million for the previous four years to over 20 million in revenues in less than 18 months. And you say, wow, I mean, that's amazing. But the point is that we're dealing with human behavior and human behavior is caused by human beliefs. But if you're there telling yourself, well, I can't do it because, in other words, if you say, well, I want to grow my revenues, right? I want to make more money. I want to grow my wealth, but I can't do it because dot, dot, dot. Well, guess what? You're going to make yourself right. <laughs> See, we <laughs> humans have an infinite capacity to make ourselves right. And so there's an old saying that Will Rogers actually said, it ain't what a man don't know that gets him in trouble. It's what he knows that ain't so. In other words, it's not what we don't know, right? So folks listening to this program, you know, you're very smart, you're intelligent, you're driven, and you're motivated. So it's not like from a lack of information, but information does not lead to transformation unless we take that action, right? And we get our foot off the brake. What a great point made and a great point to take a quick break on. And when we come back, let's talk about how this audience can benefit from learning more about the seven-figure life. We're talking today to Dr. Noah St. John, author of The Seven-Figure Life, and he's going to come back on the other side of a break and tell you how you can participate in it. Don't go away. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. 
We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zorforum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zorforum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zorforum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zorforum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations, but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets, so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at Zorforum.com. That's www.Zorforum.com. And the conversation continues today with Dr. Noah St. John talking about his most recent book, The Seven Figure Life. Dr. St. John, tell us, how does somebody in the world of franchising dialed into this conversation today, no matter what their role, benefit from reading this book? Well, the title is, as you mentioned, The Seven Figure Life. And the subtitle is How to Leverage the Four Focus Factors for More Wealth and Happiness. Now, the reason that that is important is because one of the biggest things that my clients, whether whether I'm coaching one-on-one or group coaching, or whether I'm speaking it for teams or organizations or companies around the world, they the, one of the biggest concerns today is, Noah, I'm having so much trouble focusing. There's so many distractions out there. And so what I've been teaching for many, many years is that we live in a world of infinite distractions. And like, for example, at your fingertips, every moment is the world of infinite distractions with these wonderful inventions called smartphones. And we have these multi-billion dollar companies that their entire purpose is to keep you addicted to their platforms. And that's so they can make money. They can show you advertising, right? That's how they make their money. And so the point is they have people who are working in these companies to make sure that you stay addicted. Now, this is just one example of all the infinite distractions that are out there. So that's why with this book, I call them the four focus factors. Now, the other point I want to make for people is that when people hear the title, The Seven Figure Life, they assume it's all about money. And hey, money's important, right? That's why we're doing what we're doing, whether it's your franchise or a franchisee or in the C-suite. I mean, hey, we want to make money. But let me give you an example, right, of why money is important, but it's not the only thing. So imagine if I said to you, all right, you know what, I'm going to give you a million dollars right now. Only stipulation is you have no time to enjoy it. All right. So you have no time at all. And here's all this money, but you just you have no time to enjoy it. Does that sound like a good deal? No, that's not really a great deal. Okay, I tell you what, I'll give you a million dollars and you have to be miserable and unhappy and sad and depressed all the time. Sound good? No. Okay, I tell you what, I give you a million dollars, but you can't enjoy it with anybody. You have no relationships. You have no life. And does that sound like a good deal? Oh my God. No, that doesn't sound like a good deal. <laughs> you see what I mean? So that's what these four focus factors are, right? So the four focus factors that I teach in the book are time, energy, relationships, and money. All right. So when we look at time, energy, relationships, and money, we realize that, wait a minute, if I'm only focused on money, which a lot of people in business, they're driving really hard and they're hustling and grinding. And there's lots and lots of people out there that teach that. Hey, if you're not working 18 hours a day, then you're a loser. It's like, are you kidding me right now? I want a life. That's why it's called the seven figure life 
right? It's not making seven feet, whatever. The point is, yes, money's important. Of course, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. I know more than anybody about how important money is and how much it sucks if you don't have money. But that is not enough to have a fulfilled life. So that's why the four focus factors of time, energy, relationships, and money are so important. And that's why I go into great depth in the book of showing you how you can leverage all of these four focus factors. You talk too in the book about gratitude. Tell us about how gratitude plays into the scheme. I really believe that gratitude is the father of all good emotions. I talked a moment ago about energy, right? Energy is how we go through the day right? How you go through your life, your work day, your work week, your life, right? So there's basically two kinds of energy. There's positive energy and negative energy. Now we all can point to people who have great positive energy. And of course, we can all think of people who have a lot of negative energy, right? And of course, you don't want to be around those negative people and you want to be around positive people. So ironically, we humans are just like magnets. In fact, we are magnets. And so as a magnet, you have two poles. You have the positive and the negative, right? So we have energy that attracts and energy that repels. Well, the interesting thing about that is when you practice the habit of gratitude, and it is a habit that you can develop. Now, I grew up, as I mentioned, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. Now, my mother, bless her heart, she came from a family of origin that really was focused on the negative. It was a very negative household that she grew up in, and she tends to focus on the negative. I'm not throwing her under the bus. That's just the way it is. So is it in my genes to be depressed? Probably. Yeah. Why do you think I decided to commit suicide at age 25 before I knew all this stuff, right? Before I'd really gotten into studying and how to actually change your habits, change your behavior so you can change your life. And so I have to every day practice the habit of gratitude because for me, it's very easy to just fall into complaining and whining and griping. And it's like, you know, is that the life you want? Is that the kind of person you want to be? Now, what's great for me, and I, I know I'm very lucky, I married a woman who is very naturally happy. She's the opposite of me in that regard. She's naturally happy. She's always looking on the positive. She always makes everyone around her feel great. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's who I want to be like. So if you're not like that naturally, maybe number one, find someone like that. And number two, practice the habit of gratitude every single day. And it's something that's so easy. You can literally just make a list every morning and every night of five things you're grateful for that day. Just something so simple can literally change your life. You say that you can take people from wherever they are at whatever station in life they're at currently and transform them in 12 weeks or less to make you more money than they've ever made in their lives. How is that possible? We really keep it very simple and we focus on two things. And the way that I've been teaching this for over 20 years now, 25 years, is inner game and outer game. Now, inner game is everything that happens between your ears. And the funny thing about inner game is you can't see it directly. So this, for example, when I'm doing keynote speeches or presenting for teams, organizations, or even coaching one-on-one or, or group coaching, one of the things I'll ask my clients or my audience members is, okay, what's one area of your life where your beliefs don't affect you? And people go like this. They go, um, uh... Um, and I go, exactly. There's no place your beliefs don't affect you, right? Your beliefs affect your health, your wealth, your finances, your business, your personal life, your intimate relationships, everything, right? But here's the funny thing. You can't see a belief. You can only see the effects of a belief, right? So that means, for example, maybe one area of your life you're doing really well, but maybe in another area you're stuck or struggling, right? Maybe your business is going great, but maybe your health is suffering or your relationships or vice versa. Maybe your business is stuck, but you're doing well in your health or positive thinking or whatever. See, so it's not cookie cutter one side fits all, we have to really look at each individual case, whether it's individual one-on-one or group or a team or an organization. So that's the inner game. But then we also have the outer game. Now, the outer game is everything you can see directly 
right? So that is everything that you have in terms of business growth. So going back to that example I gave you earlier with Adam, right? He'd spent all this money, all this effort, all this time on all this outer game stuff, marketing, sales, customer service. Hey, all that's very, very important. You have to do all that if you want to stay in business, if you want to grow. But no one had taught him about the inner game. He had never had anyone just sit down and talk to him and really walk him step by step through this inner game mastery process that we have. And I've been teaching this for over 25 years now, and we call it the power habits system, the power habits of unconsciously successful people. So for example, Stephen Covey, we're talking about Stephen Covey, who was my mentor, my inspiration for getting into this business. He talked about the seven habits of highly effective people. Well, many people have said that my work starts where Covey's left off. And the reason for that is because Covey talked about the conscious habits of highly effective people. But what I teach is the unconscious habits of highly successful people. In other words, what highly successful or highly effective people are doing unconsciously that they don't even know they're doing and therefore they can't teach it. That's why we see what I like to call hockey stick growth, right? The person or the team or the business is going along at a certain level and like da 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 da. And then we install these inner game and outer game systems and whoop, they just go right through the roof and it looks like a hockey stick. So that's why we love to see that hockey stick growth. And this can be done no matter who you are or what your role may be in an organization. You could wind up actually leaving your organization if you're employed by somebody who's limiting you from 12 weeks away from being much richer than your salary provides. You could be actually creating a new universe of entrepreneur wannabes and help them go from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. <laughs> yes. yes, we use that phrase quite a bit. Yes, indeed. So in a limited time we've got left, talk to me some about what you've done to give back as the result of the success you've shared with us here today in your personal life. How big a part of your life is giving back now and working with charitable causes? Well, it's a very important part. And when I decided to commit suicide and then was spared at the last minute, one of the things that happened right after that was, as I mentioned, you know, I was just on a spiritual journey. One of the things that I found was the writings of Ernest Holmes, Dr. Ernest Holmes, who founded Church of Religious Science. And it's not a very well-known church. It's like Unity Church or a New Thought Church, but he's not very well-known in the mainstream. And yet he was very, very influential in a sort of behind-the-scenes way. And so because I found that church and that belief system, which really helped me to see that wherever God is, there I am too. And I never heard that before. I was raised Catholic, which was for me, what I got from that was God didn't like me and God thought I was a failure and I was just a bad person <laughs> just because I existed. And I'm like, great, that's wonderful. Thank you. Anyway, so I was like, you're behind the eight ball no matter what you do. I'm like, great, this is awesome. Anyway, so giving back to that church and that community has been very important to me because I can definitely say they certainly, if not saved my life, they put me on the path to what I'm able to do today. So giving back and, and giving back to the local community as well is very important. My wife does so many charitable things here for different organizations. And I just think that giving back is a part of that gratitude that we were talking about earlier, showing that I have more than enough. Because when you're not giving back, what you're really saying to God or the universe is, I don't have. And God says, okay, you don't have. And so when you give back, you're saying, I have. And God says, okay, you have. So that really is why one of the reasons why that's very important too. I believe that the answer to my next question is going to be go to Amazon immediately. <laughs> but what advice do you have for those who are listening today who are stuck or discouraged in their current spot and don't know what to do about it? Well, yeah, I mean, you could certainly <laughs> you could start with the book. We do have some special free gifts when people get the new book. And you can get that at sevenfigurelifebook.com. 
Amazon, the number seven, sevenfigurelifebook.com. We've got lots of free bonus gifts as well as the book. But really, number one, you can do this right now. Just focus on what it is that you want. Everybody talks about that. Focus on your goals. But what I do that's different is I say, okay, now what is the message? What is the story you're telling yourself about why you can't have that thing that you just said you wanted? And that's going to illuminate some of, as I call it, your head trash. And that is, in fact, the thing that is keeping you stuck. We have a program called the 12-Week Breakthrough where I do. I help people make more than 12 weeks than I did in the previous 12 months while winning their lives back. And one woman went through the program recently. Uh, she's an entrepreneur in Arizona, and she tripled her investment in just two weeks. I mean, literally wow. the first two weeks, she tripled her investment. And we hadn't even gotten to the money part yet. <laughs> this was just as a result of looking at the beliefs that she was telling herself about why I can't do it, getting rid of those beliefs, and then whoop, hockey stick. So really, really important to understand, yes, what it is that you want, but then to take out that head trash that says, oh, I can't do it because. Before I ask you to share contact information so people can find you again, what have I not asked you today that you wished I might have? Oh man, we got, we've got, I mean, we could talk for hours, Dan. You're a great, you're a great conversation. That's a great interview. I guess, like you said, I'll have to come back again, but I think we've covered a, a heck of a lot of ground. I just want to reiterate for folks listening that the seven figure life is not just about money. Yes, money's important. Of course it is, but we want to make sure we do have the time so that you're doing the things that you really want to be doing with the people that you want, the energy so that you're going through life, not negative, but positive and the relationships, because isn't it relationships that make the money worthwhile? You can be, you can have all the money in the world, but if there's no one to share it with, it feels kind of empty. So we want to make sure we're focusing on those four focus factors. No doubt. I think this has been an incredibly great conversation about something that's right under our nose. My takeaway from this is that inner space that really influences more than we give credit for. <laughs> And I think you've got the key to that and can help people crack that code. And that's something that no matter who you are listening here today, a franchisee, franchisor, supplier, anybody in the world of franchising, we all work on Main Street type budgets, not Wall Street type budgets. And you can all benefit tremendously from what's been shared here today. And you do programs beyond just the book, right? So somebody can buy the book and that's just the key to the door, right? Then you've got a 12-week program as you talked about. Can people in the world of franchising afford to partake? of those? I would think so. Yes, definitely. By the way, you can just go to BreakthroughWithNoah.com. Very easy to remember. BreakthroughWithNoah.com. And you can actually watch an 11-minute training video that I did that really talks about this, gives a great overview. And then if you want to get on the phone with me or one of my coaches could do that and we can you know, take a look at your situation, your business and your goals and really help you get there a lot faster and easier. That's BreakthroughWithNoah.com. By the way, if you want to book me to speak, just go to BookNoah.com. See, everything with Noah in it is pretty much mine. So, <laughs> BookNoah.com. I Make it easy to remember. Who should we book? Booknoah.com. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Anything else you want to offer in, by way of contact info or should those two suffice? I think that'll suffice. You guys can find me. I mean, just Google me, noahstjohn.com. I'm pretty easy to find. Any social media, my YouTube channel, got over 900 videos on there too. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. But breakthroughwithnoah.com, sevenfigurelifebook.com. Those are great places to start. This has been a really fun interview, great conversation, and I'm looking forward to many more and connecting you with some people that I really think you should know. Dr. Noah. St. John, this has really been a pleasure. Thanks for sharing with us here on Franchise Today. My pleasure. Well, if that conversation did nothing else at all, it helped articulate the difference between being broke or being poor. Being broke is an economic condition usually brought on by bad decisions, but being poor is a lot worse than that. It's a disabling frame of mind and a depressed condition of your spirit. Not only did Noah St. John nearly pay the ultimate price for being both broke and poor, he overcame both and has for 30 years since made it his life's work to help others 
never need to confront the demons that he did as a young man. Like I said at the top, something a little different, but I hope you've enjoyed it. So until next week, when we do it all again, I'm Stan Friedman, wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.